Uncle Sam podcast, y'all. Just talk with Sam podcast. Just put your name on it. You don't talk about it. Be about it. I don't know this till like right now. Seriously. Obviously, if y'all didn't listen, we, we never write this out. Hey, what's up, what's up? It's your man Sam, host of Just Talk With Sam Podcast. Just Talk With Sam Podcast. Man, we got an awesome one for you guys today. Um, our buddy Elliot Morgan will be calling into the podcast. We're going to chop it up with him about his new special coming out. Guys, we don't know. He has a new special coming out October 1st. It's called Holy Shit. Um, and we're just going to jump into it. Those who don't know who Elliot Morgan is. Guys, Elliot Morgan has become wildly famous. He's a YouTuber. Over the years, bringing over a hundred and points, one point six million subscribers, coming hot off the heels of Bring the Funny and Comedy Dynamics, um, coming to the stage. His special, holy shit, is his first full special. Now he has had specials in the past, but this is the real boy right here. Drawn from his conservative religious upbringing, holy shit is a hilarious hour that chronicles one man's journey from his church to social media royalty. You gotta watch the special. It's on Google Play, Apple TV, Comcast, Dish, Vimeo, and Amazon Prime. And we don't touch on that in a minute. But everything related to this podcast, and we don't get into that. But everything related to this podcast can be found at our homepage at samshownation.com. Look, right there on the homepage of current promotion space, there's a donate button. Much like my man Elliot, this has always been a crowdsourced podcast. So if you want to give back to the podcast, click the link, hit the donate button, and give whatever makes you feel like a good person. Also, if you want a little bang for your buck of this podcast, you can always go to samshownation.com and you get the store link. And by hitting that store link, get all you just talk with sam swag whether that be t-shirts whether that be hats whether that be stickers whatever you feel to make your day go right pushing your favorite podcast is all right there go to samshownation.com hit the store link and get it from right there speaking of the podcast itself you can always go to samshownation.com you hit that podcast link and you yes you can listen to the podcast right there at samshownation.com catch up on some episodes you missed you can listen to them right there you can listen to some again maybe you listen to um episodes differently 
are currently on Google Play, Spotify, Stitcher, TuneIn, and the granddaddy of them all, Apple Podcasts, iTunes. It's all right there. Only thing we actually do is leave a five-star review. Rate and review the podcast. Say, hey, I really like this podcast. He got great guests like Elliot Morgan. Five stars. Hey, I want this guy to shut up when Elliot's talking. Five stars. It's all right there. You can go ahead, rate and review the podcast. Before we jump in this podcast, we got a few sponsors this week. The first sponsor is the good folks at Target. Yes, that Target. Target is rocking with the podcast. You can go to samshownation.com. Go on the current promotions page right there. You click that link at Target. And you, yes, you, this week only, you get a free $10 Target gift card when you spend $100 with same-day delivery, order pickup, or drive up during the fun run. Target has a fun run, dude. Target has a fun run, and you can shop... Whether it be spooky fans, loving the Halloween decor, all the stuff right there. If you're doing that, you can go on a fun run and you can start shopping and free $10 gift card on anything totaling over $100. We Halloween it up over here. I got a kid. I know. I'm going to SamshawNation.com and I'm hitting that Target link and I'm getting the fun run. It's all right there. And then on top of that, if you quick can save um, up to 30% on select Halloween costumes and accessories, um, 20% off women's, men's, and kids' clothing and shoes, up to 10% off TVs, and 20% off bedding and bath. All of that is right there. The only thing we actually do is go to samshownation.com on the current promotion space, click that Target link, and get a $10 free gift card. Go ahead. Do it that way. The next sponsor is the good folks at NFLShop.com. Yes, NFLShop.com. I don't know if you know this or not, but the NFL is alive and kicking like a healthy horse. The season is going on. And as of this recording, you get a chance to hear me talk about my undefeated Detroit Lions. Oh, yeah. We're here. Whatever your team is, those are my lines. But maybe you like other teams. Maybe you are a Bengals fan. Maybe you like the Packers. Maybe you like those Falcons, San Francisco 49ers, the Cowboys, the Patriots, the Jets. Maybe it's like four of you guys still rocking with the Dolphins. It's all right there. You can go to samshownation.com. You click that NFLshop.com link and you get all of your fall favorites for what you need this season. It's getting cold out there and you want some long sleeves. Maybe you want the Crucial Catch headwear. Hey, look, they partnered up with Susan G. Coleman and they got some pretty good things to Crucial Catch with, um, you know, for cancer survivors. And a portion of that money goes to cancer research. Maybe. You want starter jackets. They brought them back. The starter jackets. You can get them right there. Go to samshownation.com. You click that nflshop.com link. And right now, limited time only. Free shipping. No minimum purchase. The only thing you need to do is go to samshownation.com. You click that nflshop.com link and put in the offer code. 
sideline at checkout. Some exclusions may apply, and hurry up because this is for a limited time only. Go ahead, shop for your favorite team at NFLShop.com. And lastly, and certainly not leastly, Amazon.com. Who are we kidding? Amazon has everything from A to Z. The Amazon is how to get down. They got it all. They got Prime. And I believe my guests would love you if you went to samshownation.com. You click that Amazon banner. And you type in Elliot Morgan. With two T's. Elliot Morgan. And by typing that in, you can get his new special. It's called Holy Shit. It's right there at Amazon. Or maybe you're on the go. Maybe you can't sit down and watch the whole thing. They do have the album. You can listen to the album as you go from there. Maybe you want to listen to his classic stuff. Maybe you want to listen to um, some of the Force Fed things, Election Night. Maybe you, he has a lot of stuff on there. I mean, I'm scrolling through now. I look at it. He has a lot of stuff. Just put Elliot Morgan in the search bar and enjoy yourself. So, that's what we got right now. Here's what we're about to do. I was on Amazon earlier. And I got a clip uh, from some of Not from the new special. I'm, no spoilers here. But, uh, while I saw that, it encouraged me to get a clip of his stand-up. Listen to this. And we're about to jump into this podcast. But please, go to samshownation.com. And click that Amazon banner. Put in Elliot Morgan in the search bar go ahead explore some stuff from my man elliot morgan very funny dude and after that we'll see you and uh we jump to this podcast see you in a few was that kid from stranger things doing performance stand-up i get it i look like sam smith had a baby with mr bean i look like a real life but somehow gayer gumby I'm not gay, I like to clarify that right out of the gate. A lot of people think I'm gay, and I get it, because I've seen mirrors. <laughs> not, I actually think I would nail it, though, if I was. <laughs> I think I'm doing kind of a good job already. I think I'm actually gayer than a lot of gay people. I'm just not into that one thing that they're super into. Rainbows. I just think they're kind of gay, you know? A lot of people accuse me of being uh, intelligent because of the way I dress, which is a form of discrimination. It's subversive. Uh, you don't realize you do it. It's a big problem. Uh, the reality is that I'm not. I don't even know my ethnicity. I asked my parents, and my dad, who was from the South, said, you're a Republican. <laughs> like, oh, it's news to me. Fox News. Uh, I'm sorry about that one. I realized I was an idiot this past Christmas. I was uh, watching a movie called The Santa Claus. Do you guys remember that movie? Do you ever watch a movie as an adult and you realize something about it that you completely misunderstood as a kid? <laughs> so I was watching The Santa Claus and there's a scene in it where uh, Tim Allen's character is in the doctor's office because his body is transforming into Santa Claus against his will because of a contract he neither read nor signed, but he put on a jacket, so tough luck, Scott Calvin. And uh, the doctor walks up to him and he goes, I don't know what to tell you, Scott. You're as healthy as a horse. 
and Tim Allen's character slaps his belly and he goes, <laughs> yeah, Clydesdale. But when I was a kid, I didn't know what a Clydesdale was. So I thought that Clydesdale was just something sassy you said to people. And I thought that for years. I'd be like, Mom, I'm bored. And she would be like, go clean your room. And I'd be like, Clydesdale. I went back to school and a buddy of mine was like, I'm going to run all the way down the court and I'm going to jump so high I touched the net. I was like, yeah, Clydesdale, you are, man. And then, around the age of 12, I started looking at girls for the first time. And I remember specifically telling my friends, I want to tell Allison how I feel, but I know if I do, she'll just say Clydesdale. <laughs> Every one of my friends was like, yeah, we can't argue with that. Um, good luck. Then I saw a Budweiser commercial with Clydesdales in them. And then, this is what my brain did. My brain went, oh... Clydesdales are sarcastic horses. And I believed that for like 15 years. So I was watching Santa Claus this Christmas. It didn't come up a lot in conversations because that kind of thing doesn't. But like, it's like, oh, I'm, I'm an idiot. So what right do I have to get mad at people on Facebook for their horrible political opinions? You know? I think that's the moral here. I can't get on there and like, Full transparency. Be like, actually, out of uh, 800,000 refugees let in since the attacks on 9/11, only four were arrested on suspicions of terrorism. And while no threat of terrorism should be taken lightly, maybe we shouldn't legislate according to such a small number. Also, you should know. Until recently, I believe many horses had quick comebacks. Sam, <laughs> doing the Lord's work. All right, we back. Back to the podcast. That was some stand up from my man Elliot Morgan, who's going to be calling in. Um, honestly, I went out of my way, Tasha, to not find stand up that's not on this special. This special was a big deal, mm-hmm. and guys was listening. The name of the special was called "Holy Shit." Um, well, you geez. can right to the point. Yeah, man. Look, let me break it down, man. Elliot Morgan. Now you know. I, well, let me break this down. It's holy shit because he grew up Florida, very religious. Mm-hmm. A lot of stuff about the special. Then, holy shit, because, you know, his journey from YouTube to mainstream Hollywood. So, like, it's like a head trip. You get it? Holy shit. This is happening. And I went out of my way to um, not play stand-up from the special. This is stand-up from his YouTube page. And please visit my man Elliot Morgan on YouTube. Elliot Morgan with two Ts on um, YouTube. I've known him on YouTube from... Um, just his own thing, the sound for uh, source forge, um, you know, Valley Folk. Mm-hmm. Um, those who, he's a quote unquote overnight sensation to a lot of people who watch Bring the Funny mm-hmm. on NBC this summer, and they won, they won the whole thing. That's what's up. And um, I want to talk to him about that. Um, uh, question. Yeah. Are you going to talk to him about revenge, buddy? That's all you got out of that. Yep. Okay. Let's let's dig into that. Yeah, you know what? Yeah, that's where I became a fan. Oh, okay. Now, guys, you can go back in this podcast. I really don't know the episode number, but that's when you essentially forced me to watch this goddamn show. What's wrong with the show? Oh, it's so much wrong with this fucking show. For starters, it is one of the most one-sided thing in the fucking world. It's a great show. And then his episode in particular... Great show. I've never become a fan faster than someone because they tried to put him on blast. 
his his uh, wife at the time. All of a sudden, you only knew fucking Chloe for 15 seconds, and then all of a sudden, y'all best friends. It's like, yeah, my man cheated. I'm not. I'm not saying that's cool. I'm not saying you should go out and cheat or anything like that. But you, they did so much in that episode to make him look like Satan. That's a guy who and like is is so one sided because he cheated for a reason, and his reason was kind of valid. I'm not saying it's right. You, I want. I want you to revisit the reason for the cheating. Can, can all right. The all right. The reason for the cheating. Mainly because, all right. When I listen to his side on the special, mm-hmm. and if you go to his YouTube page, he like breaks it down. Look, man, you get engaged young. You engaged at nineteen. You married at twenty. Mm-hmm. It's supposed to be like this. This is it. This is this is how we do it. This is we're going to be together forever. Mm-hmm. And then. You see the warning signs with your girl not being responsive to who you are. Because you suppose I've been um, married for a while. And you grow as people. And unfortunately, what people don't want to understand is sometimes you grow apart. And when you grow apart, if you're not doing the work to be a part of that, which he admittedly said he didn't. But you don't got nothing from the other side either. She off trying to be with fucking Chloe and... Make fun of him, and oh, I'm gonna get my body right. And it, the show is called Revenge Body. Well, did it work for Chloe? No. If it don't work for the fucking host, what you think is gonna work for you? I just want to put that out there. I Me mean, cheating is wrong. Period. I've never seen a special where I was supposed to hate a person, and then immediately subscribe to his no, YouTube it's, channel. It's, it's After watching that, I was just like, that guy's funny as fuck. Hating a person is pretty easy. If you put it like that. It's, you were, the whole episode, you were geared to hate this man. And then when you sit down. It's not a build up. Hold on, but even in the build up, right? Mm-hmm. You never heard from his side story. It was just her. And even her rationale was like, it really just boiled down and he cheated. And I get that. Mm-hmm. That That is... And and in some people, it is an offense, and it's mm-hmm. the. But think about it. If I don't want to do, if I don't want nothing from you, right? Mm-hmm. Oh shit! I I don't think I should have went this long talking about this shit. You already here. Continue. I'm not been. All right. I'm not about to. If I already kind of threw my chips in, say I don't want nothing to do with you. Mm-hmm. Why am I gonna go to the gym, work it out? have like this phantom relationship with you as I get hotter and then I turn around yeah this is what you could have had well hold on and I'm not speaking ill of him or his girl but this is my perspective oh this may be the first and last interview fucking Elliot Morgan's old. Uh, yeah, and I'm not talking down about her it's like this if you hit the gym during the marriage maybe you still be married now that's just my take that's just my take. Hot take. Sam. Uh, Hot take, Sam. What's good? Okay. Let me tell you this. You do realize you are married to a plus-size black woman. I understand that. Okay. But if that energy... Um, and this is me watching... For those of you that don't know... Okay. If you've never seen a picture of me, I am a thicken. Um, okay, but I look... I wear that badge proudly. Hold on, but look at the energy you put into working out. 
Look at it, and I'm not just saying that on the. I'm not just saying that just with looks. Don't get me wrong; they play a factor. I used to go. I mean, when but I when not I you. We're not talking about you. No, we're not no, talking I'm about you. An example. Here we go. As a, as a, as a plus size black woman, I at a point in time I was hitting the gym a few times. Oh, a week. you put razor there too. I'm gonna. I am. I have to put that. Uh, well, why? I just need to make a distinction. You know, he was on lip sync battle too. We could have been talking about lip sync battle. Uh, sorry. Go on. But no, as a person who is, you can't tell somebody like, oh, if you would have lost weight, maybe. That's not what I'm saying. No, but that's how it comes off. Like, you would probably still be married if you wasn't fat. Like, that's how it comes off. No, here's what I'm saying. Look at how much energy you put into getting back at this guy. The reason I say body is because that's kind of like the goal to show revenge body. But you put in this much instead of, uh, hey, let's work this shit out or let's let's do this. Mm-hmm. If it ain't to be, it ain't to be. Dog, that pro- that show was a problem with you. Being Tiffany Morgan, not Elliot. Elliot cheated. I'm not I'm not letting them off the hook. I mean, people don't understand. People have triggers. People different things depress different people for different reasons. So you can't say like, oh, maybe that that thing is was her undoing and it messed her up. So it took the show to get her all back right. Alright, alright, alright. Fuck all that. This is a show about my man Elliot. When Tiffany come out with a comedy special, and I watch Revenge Body, and she tried to do her um, stand up, mm-hmm. that shit was not funny. Mm-hmm. Like if you went through this time, you everybody. went no, 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 no. Here's the whole. Here's how I view Revenge Body. You wanted to step in his world and humiliate him. Kind of what Kevin Hart's wife did. And how did that work out? Actually, she's a okay comedian. I'm not gonna say she's like busting my side out funny, but she's okay. Alright. That's like you leaving me, starting a podcast just to get back at me, and then when it hits me, you're done with podcasting. I, I actually uh have a kinda have a podcast. But right, well, not. that's the end of me right there. All right. knew, you knew that though. Alright, bring it on. That's not um that's not Alright, let's 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 kinda that's already out in, the, out in the open, Sam. That's nothing I'm hiding. No, but what I'm getting at is, in this case... Alright, you know what? He was on lip sync battle. You got any lip sync battle inquiries? Actually, I don't. Because I don't watch the show like that, but continue. No, I mean, like, he's the host of the pre-show of lip, lip sync battle. Okay. Don't yes. give a damn. I mean, it, no, it, no, it, it, it just that. came right down to fucking cheating. No, no. I just don't want it to... I, my whole thing is not the cheating. I, people make mistakes. It happens. Or, or or whatever. If it was a mistake, if it was done, a pro- however, things happen. Just I got more say, notes on them. Just don't say that she. Um, basically, you're saying that's what it comes off as is. If she would have been a thinner, maybe she still be married. I'm not saying that. that. Is how I'm you saying. Said it, sir. I'm saying the energy that I'm you put- not. I'm not saying that to say to not hurt my feelings. It don't have nothing to do with me. There I'm just saying that because you have people that listen to you and be like. Oh, Sam's body shaming people. Oh. If that's what you got out of this, that it can happen. Look, I fucks with Bill Burr, and I watch Bill Burr's comedy special too. If you took my words and jumbled it up with whatever your problems is, that's on you, not me, man. Uh, it happens all the time. I can't help. That's, I can't help how you feel. That's why. <laughs> I can't help how you feel. I don't know if you heard this, but that's why Eddie Murphy is apologizing for his old comedy. Man, get the fuck out of here! Did you hear that? Yeah, I did. So, Ron Delirious were fucking hilarious for his time. But he said watching his old material makes him cringe. So oh, now so it just didn't get, age well. He's getting ahead of the whole thing by apologizing it just, for it now. Okay. 
Look. Instead of it coming up, well, you said, you said, fag, you said. Yeah, I said that then. Yeah. Because, okay, so you mean to tell me I didn't fucking grow? Much like our guest. I'm, oh, look at that. Look at yeah, it. Was, Journalism 101. I'm bringing it, bringing it around. But yeah. Much like our guest. He grew from that, and now he then worked in his life. I, I, I You know what? Fuck it. I am asked. Normally, I don't ask those type of questions, mm-hmm. but I will bring that up because I believe he's. I believe he's grown from that, and that's fine. No one says he didn't, and it, and and God bless him. It, you're supposed to grow. Shit, you want to ask him? No, 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 no. You want to ask him? He's, no. he's calling it in a minute. My thing, like you're supposed to grow, even from bad things. I think is everything. Everything is a learning experience. Good, bad, or indifferent, it's all a learning experience. If you don't learn something from anything you've been through, or learn what not to do, or learn what to do differently. Then you you're gonna it's gonna keep you know it's gonna keep happening. You're gonna keep going through it. Yeah, I really don't didn't want to dwell on that. That's what I'm no, getting. No, no, at. we're not dwelling on something. We're making a point, sir. All right, let's pull like this. A man gonna be calling and say, "Oh shit, that is him. That's it." Hey, you, you want to ask that question since we had? Uh, no, you don't. I'm about to back out. Why? Because it's hard to talk. It's hard to talk. Record while you're talking to somebody via phone. So that's why I kind of always. Alright, well, here he is right here. Let's, let's jump right into this. And, um, coming in hot, y'all. Hello? Hey, Elliot? Hi. Hey, what's going on? Not much. How are you doing, man? I'm doing great. Hey, we, um, we were on the conference line. We had a couple of troubles, but I'm talking to you now. Um, want to just good. jump into the interview? Why not? Let's do it. Alright, hey, I know I've done my homework on you a little bit, and you are a YouTube guy uh, at heart, and then you crossed over. I will say this, um, you know what it is when technology fails you. Or, yeah, I'm like a YouTube guy who got dressed up as a stand-up and then still does YouTube. Hey, I'm glad you brought that up, man. Congratulations on the special. I got a chance to sit down and like really get into it and watch it. I love that special. Mainly... You're being very sweet. Thank you, man. It's a weird one, so I appreciate saying that. And that's why I loved it. What made you want to film at a deli? What made me want to what? I'm sorry? Film the special at Cantor's Deli. Oh, dude, I go there a lot. Like, I used to... It's kind of a place I would do a show at, and then I would go just sit and drink in this little dive bar. And um, it always just felt like that weird kind of old Hollywood thing that she very much loved. And uh, and then the director, Sharon Everett, suggested it as a location and um, mentioned that it had been around for forever. And I was like, okay, if they're down for that, uh, we'll, we'll go for it. And they liked the idea, and they were very accommodating. So I was like, all right, cool, let's do it. Hey, I'm glad you did it because it did seem... Alright, first off, it seemed weird because, you know, you're walking past people, they're eating the pastrami sandwiches, and you're hugging them, and <laughs> everyone's having a good time, and then a comedy show breaks out, I'm like, wait, what? And then... Yeah, out of nowhere. <laughs> when you settle into it, it was, man, it was a great special. Um, I'm Thank glad you, I got man. a chance to kind of see it because seeing you doing stand-up, I'm used to seeing you on YouTube. All right, let me back up. And at sure. any given time, you, you, I hit a subject that is a sore subject. Just you don't want to talk about? It, just tell me. Like here's oh, sure. yeah, where I doubt that'll happen. But thank you. All right, here's where I became a fan of yours. 
and okay. I could pinpoint the time where I was just like, oh, I like this guy. It was during the Revenge Body episode that triggered the divorce. <laughs> yeah, man. That was a very surreal experience. That uh, I, It's difficult to watch this special back because it's, it's uncomfortable, but that was the whole point of doing it in the first place. So I'm glad that resonated because uh, I, I figured I would end with it because it was the most, like, uncomfortable thing to talk about. So I was like, we'll tear that band-aid off and see what happens. I'm glad you did that. We're, we're going to jump into that a little bit, but I became a fan of you in that episode of Revenge Body, right? Because <laughs> I am, I, like, for 30 minutes, I got fed endless propaganda of why <laughs> you're a piece of shit. If you ever watch this episode, yeah. you get feed like here's what I and I'm watching this. I'm like, this guy isn't that bad. This guy isn't that bad. <laughs> like it's so one sided. Well, I'm just kind of like, wait, wait, Chloe Kardashian is against her? I automatically. <laughs> yeah, I admit my man probably made some mistakes, but he couldn't be all bad. And then you yeah. get towards the middle slash end of the uh, of the show, and you gotta sit there, you gotta like listen to this. And I'm just kind of like, I'm not picking sides, and I'm not saying anything. I hope I'm not saying anything derogatory. That's not my intent. But I'm watching this. I'm like, she's not funny. She's not <laughs> like I'm watching you. Here, just you're just reporting at this point. You're reporting the thing you're mad at. If we're in the comedy yeah. setting, I want some punchline, not the Khloe Kardashian forced laughter. And then, you know, to like that, their their like dagger in the heart of you was yeah. essentially giving you credits. So yeah, very surreal. Immediately, yeah, I went on YouTube and I looked up Valley Folk and I looked up your stuff as sore and I looked up all this stuff. I'm like, oh, this guy's fucking hilarious. Oh, thanks, man. I really appreciate that. Yeah, dude, my um, my favorite Kardashian is Chloe. So you know, <laughs> it was I was like, dang, you know, of all the ones, I'm always like, she's hilarious. Uh, and you know, now this is happening, but um. Yeah, man, I, I very much appreciate that. It was. I'm glad it's over and done with. But I've heard that too. When it was done, I had. I went. I did a show in like Seattle, and I had these people come up to me at the end. And there's these two like, you know, middle aged women, and they were basically like, do you? They're like, do you know where we know you from? And I assumed it was from internet stuff and Valley folk and all this and it's forced out all this, this crap. And, um, and I was like, oh, I like maybe the internet. And they're like, no, we saw you on, uh, Revenge Body and we got curious. And so we came to see you. And I was like, oh, I was like, I apologize. I was like, I'm so sorry. <laughs> like, assuming they hated me. And they were like, no, we actually, we were, you seem like a very nice person. And I was like, well, thank you. That's the best compliment you can get as a Canadian is to hear you're maybe a very nice person. <laughs> Yo, but that's what I got from this. I was like, uh, watching that. Because I was put up, my wife put me up on Revenge Body, which I immediately called that show full of shit. Like, yeah. it, the elevator pitch, I'm like, wait, let me get this straight. You're going to heal years and years of trauma by working out? 
No, I don't see that happening. Yeah. Then I watched your episode, right. and it was like conviction. I was like vindicate immediately. Right before I looked up your stuff, I yelled the phrase vindicated and immediately yeah. got on my phone. And that is now like a running joke in this house. Whenever like you <laughs> like whenever you like are successful or you like stuck you stuck your heels in the sand, you just stand up and yell vindicated. And now that's a running thing in my house. So when the opportunity to talk wow. to you about this special and seeing that you reference that in the special, I'm like, yeah, I gotta bring that up. Yeah, I mean, it kind of felt like the purifying fire, too, where it's like, ah, just get it over with. Here we go. And now I never, you know, once it's done, it's done, and I can, everyone can move on and have a good day. Yeah. All right. I don't want to keep talking about that part of it. I want to talk about more things, because not only I, I brought up, we, we both brought up uh, Valley Folk, like, you guys just won the first season of Bring the Funny. And Yeah, crazy. That's super crazy. Um, let's start. Let's start with the least craziest thing about this. How are okay. you able to? The, and this, by far, is the least craziest to me. Anyway, you could probably disagree. You're you. Um, <laughs> you cultivated your audience on YouTube, so you can target almost probably to the person. You can make a joke for a guy named Carl, and you're doing comedy. On NBC, which is more broad, diverse, people can pick and choose what they want to see for network TV. How was that experience taking something that's so niche and giving it to such a broad audience? Um, great question. Holy moly. Um, I would say, I guess, it, we had it really easy because we, like, we're a, the Valley Folk is a, a viewer supported thing. Um, so we all have jobs and, and we get to go to an office every day and make funny videos because there is this core audience of people that are like, yeah, do your thing. Like, we, you know, we trust you guys to, to make funny stuff. And so it was like, we couldn't, we couldn't like alter ourselves too much for the big, you know, quote unquote national audience, you know, the, the, for America and yada, 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 because if we deviated from what our people know that we are, they would see that and they'd be like, well, what are you doing? And so basically our whole MO was just to make as much stuff as possible that, that, that our audience would also find funny and be able to root for. And, um, and we didn't do it in like a strategic way. It was just like, you know, this is what makes the most sense and it makes, you know, it makes us feel good about doing the show. You know, it's the first season of the show and they're figuring it out. And so to kind of have them as a sideline, this kind of cult-like audience, allow us to be like, all right, let's just be true to them, be true to what we want to do, and take this whole thing as a joke because it's literally called Bring the Funny. Like, no one should have been taking it super seriously. And so we're just like, all right, we're going to do a sketch about, you know, monsters under the bed or a robot that tells people that their spouses are dead and, you know, all this insane stuff. And we're like, let's just see what happens. And the fact that the... The judges liked it. The fact that they were into it was shocking and and very cool and very honor like honoring and like humbling. Um, and the fact that you know we were able to rally an internet audience around a TV thing was also just like, oh, this is you know, it, I'm still processing it, so I don't have the right sound bites to say about it. But no, be so real, cool. be real. I, I like how you're yeah, saying this. This is a real talk reaction, knee jerk reaction, yeah, mainly because. Uh, those two audience are oil and water. Um, 
like the internet guys or people like myself they want to dig into the littlest minute detail of why a joke is funny why did it work why did I laugh what do I relate to it in meanwhile your network TV people for the excuse me I want to say this and I want to say this kindly network yeah. TV in the summertime your background music I'm yeah. sorry I, I, I don't mean to offend but usually this this is the time network TV starts kicking back in gear the late September yeah. early October so right. for you to resonate with that many people because you beat the sun you beat summertime yeah <laughs> <laughs> yeah that's, that's kind of when we were taking it um, you know because we, we do overthink things and we get neurotic and we get like you know, let's, let's, what if this happens and this happens and what if this comes off stupid and it's offensive and all that crap and it's like whenever we would go down that rabbit hole eventually it would just be like hold on, this is a network television show which is very cool but it is in the summer and it is at 10 and it is the first it's like, we're not like okay, let's, let's not you know, put all of our eggs in this basket it's not that it's not important and we don't want to win but when we do that it's like, oh, this is like it, it robs us of being able to just take it loosely and be like, all right, let's, you know, experiment with it. Like, what a weird opportunity. And to have such a weird opportunity and then also have people that are, you know, I'm working with that are like, let's all just make something really stupid, like as stupid as it can possibly be and see what happens. And the, the level of stupidity is what I'm most proud of, I think. <laughs> all right, that's cool. Now, one thing I, I noticed in the um, stand-up special because you're not classically a strand stand-up you're more sketch just just you're you you fit yeah. in different boxes i will say that i'm sorry you you you, you seem I more accept. comfortable in this um special other than some stuff that you have on youtube where i don't know if you were just starting you you felt very at home with the special so i'm very curious what do you get out of stand-up that YouTube doesn't offer, Sketch doesn't offer, and vice versa? Oh, man. Another great question. Holy crap. Um, I think, we try. Uh, yeah, this is amazing. Um, it's just a, I'm like, I wish I had a... I, I, this is like an essay. Like, I could give you an essay on it. No, uh, just speak with your heart, man. It's a ramble. But, uh, yeah, it was, um, I guess the, the, like, I guess most distilled answer would just be that, like, stand-up is my playtime it's my way of like you know i get like real deep thinky and i get real in my head about stuff and then i'm like if you can talk about this stuff that people aren't talking about um and experiment with it then i think that has a lot of value and it's harder to experiment with sketch on the internet because you're going for views and you're going for a brand and you're going for a style and with stand-up it's like you know this is maybe it's not you know punch it's not set up set up punchline but there is this element to it that it's like you get to see people in a more raw form which is why i like the fact that the whole thing is done in one take it's sort of weird as it is that it doesn't look like a normal stand-up special but like the fact that it's almost kind of uncomfortable it kind of plays into the whole theme and i don't know many avenues that you could take where you could do that level of just like weird raw uh, messiness and then it, have it still like have substance you know what I mean oh yeah now uh, I mean a follow up question to that one is it and this is where we get a little bit crazier 
and I'll the deep dive goes. In. Is there a difference between Elliot Morgan's? Are we seeing the stand-up Elliot Morgan? Are we seeing the YouTube Elliot Morgan? Because in essence, they're two different people. Mainly because YouTube, you're not you. You're you're a character, right? You're or at the very least a um, turned-up version of yourself. You're. Yeah, I, I think you're saying it best. Yeah, it's still it's all accurate, but the uh, the stand up version is when I get to not be. I mean, ironic as ironic as it sounds, like I don't have to be the kind of cynical like mm-hmm. this is like I'm you know I'm the witty whatever. Like with stand up, it can be a little bit more vulnerable, a little bit more raw, and so it's just I think a broader scope, even though it's you know all in a dive bar. <laughs> yeah, and uh, you said little more vulnerable, man. In this special. We kind of touched on it earlier. You went down some very hard roads in your life. Were you okay with sharing some of these life stories? Because they're public domain now. Yeah. (laughs) Once you say it, you can't unsay it. Uh, Yeah, I mean, we'll see. You know, it's kind of one of those things where it's like, I know that what led me to having all those stories was ultimately a result of being very reserved and being, you know, trying to be everything for everyone. And uh, and so the catharsis of being like, here's all the crap, like, here's all the stuff that I feel like, you know, I haven't been able to say, and it's so stupid, and it's so cringy and weird. Um, here all of it is, because I know that all the darkness that I'm talking about is was ultimately rooted in being reserved and being quiet. Now, as, you know, some time has passed, I'm back to being a little reserved, and I'm not, I'm trying not to spill my beans all the time. Or still my guts, but um, it's uh, yeah. I'm finding that my happy medium. So I think essential is like the extreme of being like, here's everything, and you know, if you hate me after this, feel uh, totally get it. But at least it's done, and I don't feel like I'm you know chasing some kind of persona online anymore. That's good because I'm, and I'm glad you have that sensibility because one of the things I love the most is stand up comedy. I am not a stand-up. I, I like watching stand-up comedy. It's just this is something we got grown up with. But it seems lately is under attack now because everyone wants to have some type of blowback or be offended. And I'm glad that you took that stance because, honestly, how do you argue with someone else's life experience? Yeah, I mean, that's kind of my emotion. Like, if you're self-dating... Um, you know, there's not gonna, I don't think there's gonna be any movements that are like, you know, Elliot can't make jokes, that it's offensive for Elliot to make jokes about Elliot. Uh, so as long as I stay in that lane, <laughs> I think it's pretty good. I also just think it's more fun to talk about your own screw ups than to be like, this person or this whatever, like it's, I enjoy that more. I think it's more, uh, authentic for the audience to see. I think it's better for the comedian because it stretches them a little bit more. Um, so, yeah, it's a weird situation with all that stuff. And I don't know how, how this special will play into that narrative, um, if at all. My my hope is that it doesn't at all and no one, you know, freaks out about anything. Because I don't know what they would freak out about. But at the same time, you never know. So it's also kind of exciting because it's like, we'll see. Maybe maybe people will, uh, will lose their minds over something. And that's totally fine. And, like... I don't see how they would do it because here's some of the things you talked about. I'm not giving away anything. I want everyone to watch the special. You talked about going in a super religious family in Florida. You worked at an animal hospital. You, um, we talked about, you know, 
being engaged at a young age and getting divorced on national TV. Um, being goofy at Disney World. I don't necessarily see where anyone can get mad at that. Um, you will really have to try hard to do that. Now, yeah, I definitely it wasn't going for any kind of um, yeah. There was no attempt on my part to be like scandalous beyond just talking about the scandalous stuff. There was no like. I'm However, well, I will say this: there. I can count on two people uh, out of your entire special that may have something to say. One, two, and I don't want to spoil this because it's hilarious. The mystery celebrity that you talk about, the Tinder joke. Okay, okay. So we, so I wish I'd have changed your name, but I did not. (laughs) No, I'm I'm glad you didn't because of this. Because okay. Um, let me step around this because I don't want to give anything up. You were the host of the Lip Sync Battle pre-show. Yes. And you gave a story which is an awesome joke. Now, one thing, and this leads to another question that has absolutely nothing to do with that premise. When you are the host for a Lip Sync Battle, you probably will see something strange outside of the joke you already see. So, have you seen other people doing things, maybe they're warming up, they're stretching, a lot of movements, trying to lip sync. Did you see something else that you're willing to share that was just kind of like, all right, that was that was crazy. No one will, if you wrote your experience down, no one will believe your story because that thing is so crazy. Uh, <laughs> I don't exactly know what the question is that that you're asking, but I, I mean, I, it was very fun to watch everybody operate on that on that show. I don't know if that is any kind of answer. No, that actually but, is um, that is an answer. Like, what? Did you, like, oh, okay, because the show itself is a lip lip sync battle. You're you're battling, but you're not really yeah. singing. You're just picking a song that you like that kind of sort of that you just like performing to. But at the end of the day, you guys are performers, so. I was always curious before the show. Do you see somebody warming up? There, there. See some like yeah. Weird? I mean, that show was filled with people being like way, way, way more dedicated than you would think to something that is so admittedly very dumb and dumb in a good way, like yeah. so silly and weirdly entertaining. And um, it kind of it was fun to do to bring the funny stuff because it was reminiscent of that where it was like this is we're taking this one thing like we had our last sketch on Bring the Funny we had this thing where it was like we were freaking out over um, sorry I'm in Las Vegas and somebody has a, a card they wanted to tell you that um, but we uh, I would see we were freaking out about basically this like shot glass and smashing and whether or not it was gonna you know the sugar glass was gonna fall somewhere if it was too much liquid and it reminded me of the lip sync battle stuff because I was like oh this is look at us freaking out and actually working really hard over something that no one will do anything other than kind of watch and maybe laugh at. Um, but I kind of like that, like wa- like watching people really take it seriously and, um, you know, like learn dance moves and kind of just watch from afar when they're these huge celebrities and they're taking the dumbest thing possible very seriously. It's just like, oh, we're all just like trying to entertain people. It was like, oh, these are, just, these are entertainers that I can look up to. Um, and that's very nice. 
does that play into the story that I tell? Of course not. It's terrible, but you know it is what it is. Hey, <laughs> we all I, move on. Hey, I get it. That's why I. That's why I wanted to word it and tiptoe around it, um, mainly because you, you know I don't want to. I don't want to spoil anything. Yeah, but, it's such a weird. I I went back and forth until the basically the night of on because I didn't want. I mean, honestly, I didn't even know what was going to happen. We filmed the special, and you know, the director sort of arranged everything, and we didn't know where it was going to land, and then comedy we teams with comedy dynamics and then they've been amazing and they were like oh no we're gonna put it you know all over the place and i was like cool cool i was like that's really exciting i was like did i say anything in that but i really and i was like oh yeah yeah that's the one that's the thing but you know it's done nothing to do now <laughs> just to see what happens now with the special under your belt you're coming on tour actually i'm glad you, uh brought that up you're gonna actually be here in Detroit at Mark Riley's Comedy Club the day after the special airs on the 1st. Yeah. So October 2nd, yeah, the special release October 1st, and the uh, the show is October 2nd. So you're going to be right here in my home base. I got to know, um, how has... I want to say how life has been since Bring the Funny, since when you put all of this in the blender, how do you feel right now? How have you wrapped your mind around everything that's happening right now? Um, I haven't wrapped my head around it. I feel like I'm on a very fun roller coaster, uh, and that's way better than not being on a, a roller coaster. It's, it's, it feels like a roller coaster that I actually wanted to get on. Um, but no, man, I mean, it, is, it truly is um, all very cool, and I hope it keeps going and, um, and that, you know, I get better at this thing that, you know, we're all trying to do. And, um, yeah, it's all, it, it's just sort of like, I'm taking it one day at a time a little bit and also trying to like celebrate and trying to be, you know, take it lightly as much as I can, uh, which is why I'm currently in, uh, Las Vegas and I'm only down $50. So think, things are going pretty good. That's pretty good. To Vegas. Yeah, I'm actually pretty proud of myself so far. And I'm lying. I'm down $80. Okay. Yeah, <laughs> okay. Like, as lo- uh, you're- that's where my head's at. <laughs> okay. You're, when you start getting into four, five, six figures, then is panic time. But yeah, I know. eighty bucks. And, and don't you put it past me, man. I will absolutely do that. I will sit down, and it won't even be at a cool game. It'll be at one of the video game, uh, you know, the arcade blackjack tables, and I'll just put down all my money, and that'll be the end of me. That'll be the last year I ever have to get. I don't think that it would be the end of you. I I think, <laughs> and I'm only speculating. I feel that you can go bigger in Vegas other than losing money. That's so cliche. Like, I know. I feel in a night you can have a one-man show, get it, lose it, win a fight with Mike Tyson, but somehow lose a fight to Mike Tyson's Tiger. Yeah. I, I mean, work on it. I mean, I'm here tonight, so I'll see what happens. I'm just saying, man, explore the space. Like, really... Yeah, I mean, there's definitely more... Yeah, there's more interesting things to do than, than lose a little bit of money. I'll, I'll try to at least, you know, I'm not going to say I'm going to commit any felonies, but if it happens, it happens. Then you got uh, room for the next special. I mean, it, I mean that's, just, that's how it works. Yeah, you're right. That's very true. But, Elliot, I want to thank you for giving me just a few minutes of your time. I love the special. I need everyone to see it. Um, I, you know what? I should have did this at the start. We were having technical difficulties. 
please, all your socials, throw it out there because I want people to support you and rock with you without seeing you go through Revenge Body. Well, thank you very much. Um, I, that means very much. And also, man, thank you. Just this, the questions that you're asking are really good. So thank you. This is, um, uh, you, you made me think, and I appreciate that. And, uh, yeah, if anybody wants to follow, it's at Elliot Morgan, uh, two LCTs on Instagram. And that's the biggest one. Um, and then elliamorgan.com slash tour for shows that are popping up, one of which is in Detroit. So I'll see you soon, or at least I'll be in your vicinity. No, I'll try to make a way to show up. I will show up, introduce myself. Is hands down the least I can do just to say thanks for being on the show. If time prevails, I because Mark really isn't that far from me, but so I will try to right. do my damnness to be there. If only yeah. for like two minutes. Hell, it is me. It's the guy podcast you were just on a couple days ago. Yeah, do that. Uh, way to nurse that I tiger would, bite. I'm not going to ask to punish you with the whole thing. You'll, you've already heard a lot of the jokes anyway, so <laughs> it's uh, it's perfect. Yeah, pop in, say hi, and we'll hug, and then uh, be on our merry way. Okay, cool. Um, I'll uh, I'll do it. Well, thank you so awesome, much. Man. Thank you so much for letting me on here. Yeah, this is really cool. All right, man. Thanks. Thanks, man. Bye. Bye. I uh, just recently finished paying my taxes, so applause break. I uh, had to file an extension on that bad boy, and I called my dad to complain, because uh, he's conservative, and I was like, oh, this is going to be great, and he was like, Ellie, if you didn't pay taxes, you wouldn't have roads. Don't you like driving on roads? And I was like, Dad, I live in Los Angeles. No. <laughs> Driving on roads is probably like my third least favorite thing. <laughs> right behind third world poverty and just probably the regular kind of poverty. <laughs> about that. And he was like, if you didn't pay your taxes, you wouldn't have a fire department. I was like, again, good. <laughs> I live in a city that is perfectly designed for one third of the amount of people that live here. That means that statistically speaking, two-thirds of the people in this city could burn to death and life would only get better. There'd be a lot of funerals, but like nobody would be late to them. It's a good plan. That's true. Yeah. No, I know. Do the math. It's insane. Start lighting places on fire. Don't, don't edit that out. There you have it. There's more comedy that's not from the special holy shit coming out October 1st with my man Elliot Morgan. You can catch it everywhere, whether it be Google Play, Apple TV, Comcast, Dish, Vimeo, or if you rock with Sam Show Nation, you can get it with Amazon Prime. Only thing we actually do is go to samshownation.com on the homepage, current promotions page, click that Amazon banner, and get my man Elliot Morgan's special holy shit. Okay. You heard his comedy. Mm-hmm. You heard me talk with him. Mm-hmm. I didn't want to go down that road. I mean, but we did. You have to go. We did. We did. We did talk it. about it. We did talk about Revenge Body. We did. Um, he went down some darker shit too, in the special and kind of sort of in the interview. All right, I'm a man of my word. As, as you said, am I gonna bring it up? I brought it up. I'm not. I didn't want to. I'm not that type of gotcha guy. I don't. Shock value, shock and all. Yeah, I just like talking to people because they're cool people. But 
in essence, that is how I became a fan of them. Mm-hmm. So it'd be weird to not bring it up, but it's just a subject matter. I, mean, I don't really care about what's going on in your personal life. It's just. No, should you? you you're talking to the person, not the issue. Either way, man, it was awesome talking with him. Uh, one thing I didn't bring up, motherfucker, you, you know he was goofy at Disney World for like years. That's what's up. I know. Uh, I, 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 like well, I wanted I to bring up Disney that, World. So hey, I wanted to bring up that fun fact, but I, I th- well, either way, would you think? Now you saw him on. Excuse me. You saw him on Revenge Body. They let him talk a lot, but um, the guy you just heard versus Revenge Body him. What do you What do you think? Did he grow? Is he the same? Maturity Jer- Maturity has occurred. I give it to him. And one other th- again, I have no heaven or hell to put him in. Yeah, but one other thing um, that I feel very vindicated on. Mm-hmm. He just he brought it up himself that um, he was doing a show uh, that part of the interview where he said he was doing a show mm-hmm. and the ladies remember him from Revenge Body and immediately took his side. Okay. If if that's what I got out of Revenge Body, I immediately took his side. With, with this thing where it's like it's called confirmation if two people are say the same thing but never met each other and mm-hmm. never know the situation. Yeah, it's confirmation, man. Like. That was a hatchet job on him. I'm glad he came out of it. He thriving. I watched the special. Holy shit. It was it was good. It was deep. Okay. It was some parts where it was just kinda like, Alright man. I don't know how you gonna make a joke out of this shit. And he did. It was man, it's lovely. Also, guys who are local to us, our home base in Detroit, you heard me. I'm gonna do my damnedest to see him in person. Just give him a quick dab at Mark Riley's comedy club. You should go and see him as well. Is Wednesday, October 2nd at Mark Ridley's Comedy Castle, oh, yeah. Royal Oak, Michigan. You know how we get down with them. I've been there many times. It's actually just a great hang. And um, you know what? Let's put a pin in this podcast. It may be a little shorter than most. How I feel done? good about it. Huh? You're not you're not stepping into the, the world of... Uh... No, nah, we'll, we'll let it slide. We're having fun with this. If anything, depending on these tweets... Maybe me next week because, uh, look, whatever. Listen, I am you're not f- a spokesperson for anybody. You're fans of this show. You know how we get down. I need to put that out there. But holla at my man, Elliot Morgan. Elliot Morgan, two T's on YouTube. Elliot Morgan, two T's on I- IG. Elliot Morgan, excuse me, on Twitter is Elliot C. Morgan. And Facebook, Elliot Morgan. Just Google him. Um, check out the special. It, it's 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 awesome, and everything related to the podcast can be found at our podcast page. Um, everything related to the podcast, samshownation.com. Yes, samshownation.com um, is your home for everything related to the podcast. Um, we are just talking with Sam, no G and talking. Just talking with Sam on Instagram. Facebook um, and we're here that's it we'll see you guys next week peace out